Dude, no, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this in the podcast very dude, Why is he gonna disagree? But dude, How could you disagree? Dude, everything I said about Bad Bunny, I take it Benito, he's my number one guy, dude. Benito, bro, me and Benito, bro, we're like this, bro. I love Bad Bunny, bro. I'm I'm not even fucking Shut kidding. Fuck I love that. After last night, four bro, days ago, I was sitting here with Cody, and you were still being like, yeah, but like that's like the Bad Bunny of our generation, or something. Yep. and you meant that in like a derogatory way. The same way and that now, like three ACDC. Days later, you're like, yeah, that's no, no, no he's awesome, dude. Fucking that's my him. guy, dude. Love dude, Bad Bunny over everything, dude. I'm ready to die for that motherfucker. I'm Puerto Rican now, dude. Puerto Rican Phil, PRP, bro. Luis, can you step in here? Be the voice of reason, the big brother. Yeah, as the oldest one on the podcast and the one who I feel like has attended therapy out of the three of us. As, as the one that we've dubbed the tech daddy. So you gotta you gotta take like two notches back, bro. Like like just take a deep breath right now, that's all. <laughs> Dude, that's mental health awareness right there, man. When I was a young man and I had a lot of unresolved issues, I felt the same way, you know, just very angry and hostile all the time. But I'm telling you right now, have no enemies. No one is against you. We're all on the same team right now. I am also Puerto Rican Pablo. (laughs) I'm also PRP. (laughs) We've been on Bad Bunny. Welcome to Bro Taste This. All right, let's hit it. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome to another exciting episode of Vida Evino, brought to you by the Brotesis channel. It is I, as you can see in here, Phil Golden Corral, along with his one of his co-hosts. It is back from Guadalajara, GTO, one of those G places. It is Juan, and only Juan Legend. I love your thank you, subtle thank you. racism. I love enthusiasm it. and racism and bigotry. And- All wrapped up. I love it. I love it. And you yeah. know that voice. That is the big tech daddy himself in the heart of Wisconsin, the capital of the Midwest. It is Luis Pablo. My heart rate is 71, and I burned 1,400 calories already today. Damn, you already jerked off twice? Dude, minimum. You know you burn like 700 to 500 calories just... You do not. You do not, bro. You not the way not. I do it. I'm efficient. I mean, I got the engineering brain. All right, <laughs> get in, get out. <laughs> Figure out the most efficient way to do it. Dude, I feel like you're one of those kids that, like, as a young kid, try to suck your own dick off just to see if you could. <laughs> no, just to like, no. I knew to be I could. That efficient. <laughs> you're like Rogan can do it. You're like, why would I need a girl to do it? I can do it. Yeah, I can fucking do it myself. <laughs> I, well, everybody, like, move, like, bitch, even I can do it better. Time, <laughs> everybody, even before the time of internet, like it's kind of crazy how like rumors were spread before like a wide known communication. Mm-hmm. Like everybody knew that Chris, uh, not Chris, uh, Charles, Charles Manson, like the rumor that he removed one of his ribs to be able to like suck his own dick. How did that get spread? Or like Lady Gaga was a hermaphrodite. Like yeah, how there did was that a lot spread? of rumors like that. Oh yeah. That dude that shoved a gerbil up his asshole? It's uh, Marilyn Manson. My bad. I was like, it's not Charles Manson. Charles Manson, Charles Manson was not the cool dude. That's he's right. the one that he wrote was... Helter Skelter. Yeah, Helter Skelter. Did some not cool things at that cult. Oh, yeah. But speaking of doing cool things like sucking each other off, uh, I would take <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I would take you that you're the type to use like, chat GPT to like, 
you know, get in and get out with the efficiency of like jerking it. Write some fan fiction. Yeah. Now, the funniest thing I ever heard said about me uh, in terms of jerking off was somebody was like, and it was like a repeated joke. Like you clearly like had heard it somewhere. And I was like, you're like Michael Phelps that no matter which way you stroke it, you're the number one. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. And everybody laughed at me. And I was like, I don't jerk off that often. That's, <laughs> that's not true. That's, once a once a day is normal. Uh, no, that is pretty normal. It's pretty normal. It's when I hit like seven times in one day that it's like that's probably not okay. <laughs> All right, I need to scale back. That means you're home yeah. alone. That means the dog's that, gone. The missus are gone. That means you've had three bowls of cereal, and that's all you've had to eat. <laughs> oh my god! That's, you're like goddamn. A sentence has never been truer. Yeah, we all relate to that. Uh, speaking of relating, uh, I'm wearing a uh, Club Leon Mexico jersey in honor for today's episode. We'll be talking about Mexican culture in general, uh, some other stuff around Latin America community and Hispanic. Uh, we will not be using the term Latinx seriously. I want to go on record that Brotasis does not condone the use of Latinx, um, and we never will unless we get offered a lot of money from some like liberal website then we will use it exclusively that so. or if we get blacklisted by john legazamo then we'll apologize. we'll bend the knee to the king mexican yeah, himself if we, if we ever get him on then yeah we'll we'll use it there but you know how like Mr. jewish Luigi people himself. have like uh the dfml the what, what's that league of jewish people against like defamation <laughs> i don't know bro you tell me it's a <laughs> yeah, well, no it's, it's a very famous it's like the how like um I know what you're talking about, yeah. the like anti defamation league, AD. Hey, the ADL. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, know. I think it's that's what it is. Oh yeah. Um, but what about it? I forgot what shitty joke. I forgot <laughs> what shitty joke was gonna make. But uh, we should start one for Hispanics and Mexicans <laughs> in general. Is that what you're saying? Oh yes, yes, yes. That'd oh no, not even. We don't even need one. We'll just have John Legazamo be that guy. If there's ever like a, a grievance a, against our culture, just be like a Reverend Jackson. Yeah, he's our Jesse Jackson, John Leguizamo. You know what the Mexican community at all. needs? He just shows up and cracks jokes with people. Yeah, <laughs> he takes pictures. We need a Kevin Samuels uh, for Mexicans. Do you guys know who Kevin Samuels was? Fuck, I don't even think I'm Is getting that the guy from Hustle Car. No, that's the that's the guy who's cousins with Samuel Adams. Ah, uh, right. the beer guy. Yeah, beer guy. We do need a Mexican beer guy. We, yeah, we do. We actually. do. Like Mr. and no. Mrs. Corona. <laughs> do you guys do you guys not know who Kevin Samuels is? No. I genuinely do not know. He was this uh he was this uh online personality. Oh no. Who uh You're losing this guy me. right here. Oh that guy, I do know that guy. It's ultra viral. You cannot run away from him. Yes. So he died uh, late last year of a heart attack, hypertension. But no, some of the things that he would say were fucking bananas. Wait, is hypertension like like the stuff that you do when you go jerk off in the closet and you choke yourself? That is exactly what that is. What is hypertension? That is Mm -hmm. what that is. Yeah, that's how he died. Mm -hmm. That's a very thin line of pleasure to to risk. Yep. No, dude, this guy would just like he online. He would just say like crazy shit to people. So you like but him? But he would. Huh? What's that? <laughs> so is that what you're saying? You said we need a Mexican version of this guy. You're inspired by this guy. You're inspired. No, it was by just him, it was just funny because he would he was super polarizing and like people would go on his they would they would purposely like listen to him and call in 
and he would then, roast the uh, shit out of him. I loved it. Ro- just roast. He would him. rip he would him. Also, <laughs> he, he would rip him. Fire. He would Damn. be like, "Bitch, you ain't shit. <laughs> you think you're an eight? <laughs> you're really like a two. <laughs> you're a one." <laughs> and then he'd I know, give yeah. you like fifteen reasons why. <laughs> yeah, it was like right around like Andrew Tate getting really yeah. popular. Oh, he was totally like an Andrew Tate type. He's a Manosphere guy. Yeah, Manosphere, one hundred percent. Yikes! He was like a founding member. Damn, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was you, like a really racist guy, but the way you guys were making it sound no, like no, 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 he was no, more no, like no. misogyny type dude. But like one hundred percent, yeah, it's still a lose lose. Yeah, there's no winning with no. that. Yeah, you yeah. can't be a racist and a misogynist. You know, the funniest part would be uh, somebody would call in, like a female would call into his show, and he would say like, "Oh, what do you rate yourself?" And the lady would be like, "Oh, I'm a ten. I'm a hundred percent a ten. And they'd be like FaceTiming him. And he said, I'm not playing that shit. I'm not playing that shit at all. If you and Rihanna walk into the same room, no one's confusing the two of you. <laughs> it's just like super disrespectful, which we do not condone. We don't condone that kind of behavior or vocabulary. No. But it, it was but just funny to hilarious. hear. It was just fu- hilarious because it wasn't you. you know? was. In the moment, we don't condone it. But give it a couple of weeks. We're like, you know what, man? I guess that was, that was kind of funny. funny. That was kind of a banger. Kind of funny. He also appeared on uh, season three of Atlanta, which was really? hilarious as well. That's yeah, he's in, he, he's in like one of the one-off episodes. Childish not had to work plot. with him. Oh, yeah. yeah no, <laughs> Childish got went on. to the producers and was like, this guy, bring me him. I must work with him. <laughs> and the whole purpose of him on the show is uh, they were giving scholarships to black students. And so they were interviewing uh, students in high school, trying to judge how uh, quote unquote black they were. So they were asking him very stereotypical questions that had to do with the black community. Like, oh, hell no. What do you mix Hennessy with? And like, (laughs) Will Will and Jada or this other couple? And like, how many minutes is left on your Obama phone? Like shit like that, right? Literally stuff like you know. That. What? I think yeah. we could come up with a couple more. Juan, what 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 else do you think they would have said? About let's not. Let's not. <laughs> I was going to say. Juan, you want to lead us? All right, this guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you see the look in his eye? God, you want to lead us one That twinkle in his eye, like, oh, let's let's. This is a good idea. He's we like should. Nineties talk radio host just coming around. Nineties talk radio host. <laughs> yeah, I think we should. Uh, Juan, you just came back from Mexico. Before we start with the Mexico story, I didn't want to hear like. The end of Phil and how he ended up like finally getting into Bad Bunny, because we started. Oh spoiler, yeah, hey, that's spoilers, right. spoilers, spoilers! We don't started be... that at the beginning. Wait, we started that we, at we, the beginning, but you didn't end that story, bro. Jikes! Uh, I didn't want us to move past that. I'm a. I, I like to like a high value male that I am. I like to stick to my principles. That is the first rule of the manosphere. Respect yourself, because you are a high value individual. And. Uh, I hate to say it, but you guys were right. Bad Bunny's the shit, dude. Benito? Bro, more like Bronito, bro. He's family now, bro. He's family. But what made you realize that? Oh, dude, Bad Bunny put on the show of the year. You know me. I'm a big WWE guy. And this motherfucker stole the show. You've never mentioned uh, it before. I'll be right back. Juan, take it away. What? Do you know what happened, Luis? During this wrestling, I no, I do. But why is he stepping away? Oh, um, the battery. And we're back, folks. Thank you so yeah, much. We had some technical difficulties. I had my vibrator charging in the back, and it was at one light when it's supposed to be at three lights. After this, this is a tr- okay. Old jokes aside, this is kind of a true story. 
I uh, as I got older, as I'm getting older, this happened to me this morning, right? I uh, I was getting out of the shower, and so sit- I just know whatever's about to come out of your mouth is going to be some something absolutely <laughs> rancid and poisonous. Oh my god! Uh, I'm gonna have to wash my hands. <laughs> all right, hear me out. Hear me yeah. out, fellas. See me out, and all the viewers at home. I uh, as I'm getting older, I'm getting more, you know, disgusting, disgusting. My, my body's letting go, right? Yeah. And I haven't had any sexual coitus in. Bob- You're the youngest out of the three of us, aren't you? Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. I think that you are correct on that. And my body is As I'm failing. getting older, my body's giving up. Your 25-year-old body, that should be in its prime. Oh, no, no, no. 25-year-old, I would have been solid. I'm 27. I'm I'm rugged. I'm breaking down. And, like, it's been three years since I had sexual coitus, since the uh, the sweet release. So, like, <laughs> I love my... You. I, I have I have the testicles of like an old dog right now, right? They're like droopy, oh, they're hanging. God, and <laughs> I've been I've been getting more into my routine of like you're only twenty seven once. So I've been applying more skin lotion to my skin, putting more more like you know, massaging my face, trying to get the wrinkles out and shit. So my hand was all like oily and lotionly. I'm trying to put my boxers on, you know, I got a podcast here in about an hour. The the bros are coming over. I'm putting my boxers on. The boxers string, the strap, whatever. Yeah. Fucking, I flick it. I'm putting it on, right? I'm a big guy, so I got to open up my underwear. I like, it's like parachute, you know? Uh, I parachute into my underwear. I open that bad boy in, one leg in, one leg out. And then as I'm putting the lotion on, you know, I'm, as I'm putting the boxers I'm on. I'm picturing Phil putting on boxers like you uh, are preparing a garbage bag. You gotta get all the wrinkles out. Get some wind in yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, you gotta make it pop open, <laughs> bro. That's and pop it did go, bro. I uh, as I put in the boxes on the lotion for my fingers, let the strap go, and it just flicked myself right in the nuts, <laughs> and it hurt so bad. It's just like the angle of it, and it's just the, the the string of the strap, and just right there, I'm like uh. And then a weird thought hit my mind. It was like. That was kind of hot. Well, <laughs> well, here's the point, though. Is it because I've been, you know, so long at sea yes. without coitus? Yes. That, that I'm like, I... maybe. Dude, you don't, you'll feel a breeze down there. You'll want to. <laughs> you'll get hard. I don't know, dude. Maybe I'm thinking about going into, like, bowl and cock torture now. Because of that little, like, boop. I'm like, oh. I don't know, man. Is this is this a correlation thing? No, you're not. You're not thinking about that. Bro, have you ever flicked yourself with the nuts? No, because it's so uncomfortable. It is, but yeah. after a while, you're like, "Whoa, it, who Dude, needs I had, coffee?" Uh, I, got, I had a ball. We were I was playing soccer like this was maybe like two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. The ball bounced. I misjudged it, so when I like flinched back, I should have just like taken it a little bit better. But I just like mistimed it terribly. Ball bounced off the floor, so it was already lower in speed, and it like just hit me right, like directly on the balls. And I, I had to stop the game. Like I fell to the floor, so I couldn't imagine getting flicked on it on purpose. Like I was, I was out. I was out for like a minute. And I just laid there, like trying to catch my breath. So you're telling me now you're into that? Now you want to do that for fun? <laughs> I thought you were gonna go on the story, like, and then I was laying there. I was like, you know what? I don't know if I'm in pain or if this is pleasure. I want everybody to look away so I can jerk off right now. <laughs> no, of course not, dude. I was out for like a minute. I just couldn't even like walk. And everybody understood. Everybody was on the same page. Like, oh, he's he's hurt. He's going to have to be stretched out here. 
<laughs> Damn. Well, just like me and Colin Adams, we're built different, you know? That's a guy's name, right? Or did I just butcher his name? Kevin Samuel. Kevin Samuels, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's the same shit, bro. Two first names. That's, yeah. That's the yeah, formula exactly. you were going for. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, now that I got out of the, that out of the way, it's uh, it's been yeah, great. God. What's been great? What well, are you so, talking about? Yeah, we were asking you about Bad Bunny, and you, like, went on a fucking tangent. About getting into ball and cock torture? Yeah, you fuck. Yeah. This might be the future of Road Texas. And, uh, so just because you saw Bad Bunny throwing it around in the ring is because you finally checked out his music? No, no, no. Because of Bad Bunny, he inspired me to get better take care of myself. I'm like, you know what? If this guy can get ladies, so can I. And I have. And I bet. Let me summarize what he meant to say. Bad Bunny has been making WWE appearances for the last year and a half. And once again, last night he was at their main event. He was wearing a WWF logo jacket, which hasn't been seen since 2002. Yep. So everybody was giving him props because of that. He was getting in the ring with Dominico, uh, who is Rey Mysterio's son, who famously plays a heel, who, for everybody not in the business, is a bad guy, similar to like... Now, hold on, uh, brother. Now, hold on, brother. Let me cut you off Rock, right there, brother. Sh- shut now, the fuck up. First off... You had your five minutes of fame. <laughs> Wait, no, I was about to start it up, though. Hold on, though. Well, start it up after 10 minutes of telling you want to jerk yourself off? Yeah, Jesus Christ. This is quality content. Yes, you. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Much like to what then, you... Let, I'm going to summarize it, it and you can get into it. But let you, at least wrap it you, up. You got three things wrong already. I'm like, well, he didn't... Okay, then correct him in a minute. <sighs> He, he's getting his ass kicked in the ring by two dudes, and then Rey Mysterio shows up. Rey Mysterio has been fighting his son for the last couple of weeks. They punch about. Rey Mysterio gets thrown on the floor, and then a song starts playing, an intro song, which nobody saw coming, and out from the entrance comes out Carlito, who hasn't made an appearance in WWE. Wait, for the, Car- the Apple guy, yeah? Yeah, yeah I yeah, love that I guy. I spit in the face of, of people, people who don't, don't want to be cool. cool. He's still he like... Out Looks okay, dude. He looks no, he looks phenomenal. Terrible. No, what Carlito, dude, he was so overweight. What are you talking about, dude? Carlito's jacked as hell, dude. He looks like Zach Efron from like Baywatch. <laughs> no, he does not. He Somebody look so... it up. Somebody look, look it up. Carlito last night, pull but it up, Jamie. Here, I'm a, uh, well, you, you got the 80% of that correct, which I'm gonna finish off 20%. It was, please, uh, yeah, please correct all my mistakes. This was the first show that they had in Puerto Rico, right? So one thing the WWE is doing now that like Vincent ran More international outreach. Yep, exactly. They had a big show in Canada. They had a big show in uh, Puerto Rico. Look at him, dude. You're going to call him fat? That's no, how he, dude. Like, that's how he looks night, now. Dude, last night, he looked terrible. Edmano, I swear to God. Oh, click on that. The backlash uh, highlights right there. Yeah. Look at him, dude. He looks so fucking jacked. No, he, dude. He, just because you're big doesn't, doesn't mean you're jacked. Look okay here. You guys right, can see him. it. Yep, right there. He's he's massive. He's a unit, but he's not like Bro, jacked. he looks pretty good, bro. Dude, you're just jealous of Carlito, bro. bro you he, called him Zach Afron and Baywatch. That dude had like five percent body fat. Yeah. Um, he, listen, Carlito looks phenomenal. I would love to be in his shape, but like No, well you is, made him seem like it, it, he, he was fat. bad. Yeah. Dude, compared to him before before, like if you well, look at he the, used the, to be twenty. Before, you know, <laughs> now he's like forty. Before, he, he was a unit. Look at this. Yeah, this is twenty years later, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. I feel like we're all allowed. I speak in the face of people who don't want to be cool. But uh, no, so the reason why they brought Carlito back, he's a Puerto Rican talent, right? 
So they were trying to emphasize on like the Puerto Rican, you know, wrestlers and all that bullshit. And since the direction, like Luis was saying, this past year and a half, they've been getting into the Mexican culture, the, the Latino culture, right? And uh, they made great progress this past, in this year, 2023. Rey Mysterio has been making phenomenal progress with uh, the rebirth of the LWO, which for those who don't know, stands for the Latin World Order. It's like the equivalent of like the NWO, right? And for those who are in the know, it's like the, the cool guys of the wrestling they all wear the leather jackets and they're all badasses. They all smoke all and black. drink. Yep, yep. And the Latino World Order, the exact opposite. They're guys. They're good guys. They go out there. They help the people, the small guys, the people that get bullied and all that stuff. They go out there. They uh, Eddie Guerrero's music plays. Viva la raza! And then a bunch of Mexicans come out and they're like, "No, nah, bro, we stand up against bullies, bro." <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty cool. This? I'm a big fan of the LWO, Latin World Order, bro. And uh, so, so they're making, making making great progress with that. Bad Bunny has been uh, uh, with the company for the past year and a half. And as the pay-per-view ended, WrestleMania has happened. Phenomenal. Check it out. But um, they, they, they left on a good note with, like, Logan Paul, you know, all these celebrities coming in. And up to this day, Logan Paul had to be, like, the staple of, like, a good celebrity wrestler, right? Bad Bunny last night? Oh my god, dude, he killed it. He okay, so they usually do like tag team matches and like they have a wrestler there, a professional to like do most of the work and he goes in there, he does like the pins and yeah. you know all this shit. But nah bro, this time they had Bad Bunny Benito, bro. They had Benito out there by himself, bro. Against Damian Priest, bro. Damian Priest, man. With that big dude? That big dude, Damian Priest is like six seven, bro. It's kinda funny seeing Bad Bunny in the ring because like He's not a very big guy. He's probably he's what like five eight, five nine. Like he's not very big. He's Wait, also not very like. I thought he was. I thought he was like six foot. Bad Bunny? Like, no Bad way, Bunny? bro. No, Bad Bunny's like dude, five he, seven, and he, he yeah, he's, dude. He probably weighs like no shit though. Probably like hundred and twenty pounds. Hundred and twenty, hundred thirty. Not that big of a dude. No, not he's at all. He's five eleven. He's five eleven. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I thought he was like six foot. Yeah. Well, I mean, compared to a dude that's like six yeah. seven, yeah. six. That's what I'm saying. Six? Compared to the other guys, he like, might as well been five five doing steroids for five years and are just like wide linebackers like it's just Mm. he looks massively small oh yeah it's like when uh when a bodybuilder gets next to like a strong man and there's like a big size comparison difference like that's what bad bunny looks like compared to these guys oh yeah and he pretty pretty much was a strong man bad bunny last night since the amount of times he was getting thrown in the ring by the bigger dude i was like damn this is worth like the whole wwe and they're throwing him around like he's fucking paper, dude. He went through two tables. So like, Bad Bunny's making a <laughs> making a, a great performance and all this stuff. And Luis is gonna love this. Uh, Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley, right? Rhea Ripley, yeah. Uh, she's like this beautiful goth. She's our age. She's twenty five, twenty six. She's Australian. She's like this goth baddie, right? She's like the lean beef baddie. She's like super buff. She's got amazing back, amazing forearms, right? But she's part of this like this group with the Damian Priest guy, so everybody's going crazy for for Rhea Ripley. They're like, "Oh my god, we love you, mommy, mommy, step on me, mommy," you know, shit like that. <laughs> Can we just take a moment to acknowledge that 
like with some of the other wrestlers, Phil was like, yeah, uh, Raymond, Roman Reigns, Dominic. But then when he just talked about Rhea Ripley, he, <laughs> he made it to, so like, lively. <laughs> like, she has a beautiful back. She's sculpted like she's a god. <laughs> Dude, I was expecting to hear the rest of her body, bro. What does the rest of her body look like? Oh, no, I saw it right there. How do you make what it? What does the man? lower half look like? Hermano. Hermano. <laughs> no, and, and so to conclude this whole little story thing, right? Um, they had a great night last night with Bad Bunny and the Puerto Rican fans going crazy. Like, this is our, this is our dude. This is Benito, bro. Rey Mysterio, bro. They're like, they love the Mexican thing and all this stuff. And uh, they really, they, WWE really needed this too because this past two weeks they have been going to court for two different lawsuits. Right, one uh, for a lawsuit that's worth three billion dollars against like. There's like 20 people in this court case are like named as defendants that are being sued. It's super crazy. You probably heard about this. Home Depot's in there. The Rock's on there. WWE's on there. Chris Benoit, who died in like 2006, had no part of like the legal actions, is being sued. Right? So that's one court case that WWE's part of right now. That like they're, they actually went to court. They're being like fought against. But what is the... The second one? What is the... No, no, no. Oh. What is the case in general? Yeah, what is so the, the case? So the first case... It's from a former wrestler that never worked with the WWE. She worked for a foreign company, right? But the lawsuit is uh, charges of uh, abduction and plans to uh, uh, abduct her child, essentially, right? Wait, what the fuck? Yeah, literally. And that's okay. No, absolutely no disrespect. Three billion dollars. This is worth. Yeah, you can, you can Google this up, literally, and. Uh, it, it it should have got dismissed right away, but it made it through the court to the point where like the Rock has to like come out publicly and like I will fight this with this team, I will clear my name, because it has pers- it, It's stupid though, because Chris Benoit died in two thousand six, and he's being named in this like lawsuit. If okay. that makes sense, yeah. It, it's it's this crazy lady that has a history of uh, like mental health issues and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Uh, she's been in and out of like you know different. Uh, I have it up. Are you guys able to see it? Yeah, we're oh. we're looking at it. Okay, so mm-hmm. so this is an article to the listeners uh, made by EssentiallySports.com, in which uh, Studipo Mady published this on the fifth of May, so only two days after we are uh, recording this, two days before we recorded this. Uh, so it's time about the start of 2023. Vince McMahon has hit the headlines. Surprise return that grabbed the eyeballs. This was like, we talked about this a couple, yeah. like, was this a month ago? How it was supposed to be like a massive event. And then Vince and Shane McMahon came out and looked like horrible old men yeah. pretending to play with their action figures. Uh, but the lawsuit itself, uh, uh, this is a $3 billion lawsuit, which a 41 year old female wrestler shocked the pro wrestling world in april as thought out three billion dollars in damages the former w talent Trinesha biggers called a massive star she claimed WWE superstars the miz his wife uh maurice former superstar and WWE hall of fame nikki bella uh conspired to kidnap her and her children and oh, yeah. so yeah a lot of people are named in this even yeah. though the lawsuit hasn't hindered any of the defendants their reputation has taken its toll. So as we know, mm-hmm. anytime a lawsuit comes up, even though it's true or false, we are not victim shaming on this podcast. However, it p- looks like maybe some of this is going to get denied pretty quickly. Oh yeah, and like she's a, she has a history of law, of of uh, run-ins with the law and like health services and all this stuff. So I'm surprised that it was able to make it this far. 
But yeah, it's pretty funny. So that's like the big lawsuit that's like kind of childish. That's not really going to affect your image. But the second lawsuit that they're dealing with is from a former writer of the WWE. She was the only female black writer, right, that got fired. And the reason why she got fired because she's been uh, raising concerns in the work group of like racist, stereotypical programming that they've been writing and all this stuff. So she's been voicing her opinions like this kind of points uh, this particular wrestler in a negative light. Does she have to say this line? And like this wrestler that that I'm talking about, she's like the number one female right now. She's like Bianca Belair. She's been the top of the game for the past two years, right? She's like a black female. She's super buff, super athletic, track and field, uh, mother of two, standout lady all around, right? But they keep making her say these lines like, don't make me take my earrings out. And like she's voiced her opinions of like saying like, that Jesus that Christ. stereotypes her as in a ghetto way yeah. of like don't ma- don't make me take my ears out and whoop your ass like they make her say that line and like Bianca Belair has come to like they the make rock- her lean into a stereotype exactly and she's she's voiced her concerns like about Eddie this. Guerrero yeah exactly like Eddie Guerrero like yeah. the lie cheating and stealing like yeah. viva la raza <laughs> that was hey. this whole cartoon yeah and with Bianca Belair she's like the number one like. Little girls look up to her. She's like the strongest, the bestest, the fastest. Yeah. Her whole thing's like being empowering, right? But it's being subjected to like, don't make me do this ghetto shit, right? Yeah. So that's one of one one of the uh, offenses against the WWE right now. The second one, I had to rewind it because I was like shocked that this was even a, a, an ideal, right? So in the writers' room, there's a bunch of like pitches for the wrestlers. Like, this guy's gonna be the bad guy. This guy's gonna be autistic. This guy's gonna be retarded. You know, they've had like th- they've had so many wrestlers with that gimmick, dude. There was this one guy named Festus. He was literally like lobotomized. He would only like fight if you rang his dinner bell. So he would look at the camera like oh, this. Yes, I remember. He was like, uh, <laughs> yeah. He would ring a bell. He like. Oh, he would get all mad and you know Hulk up and all this stuff, right? So they have a history of like playing these characters in a negative light. But going back to that character, because mm-hmm. I was watching this, I was watching WWE when he was like a, a big figure. Yeah, the way like his weakness was the wrestler would get out of the ring and ring the bell, and then he would like turn off essentially, yeah. and then pin him. It was so stupid. He he was built like uh he was like a tag team. He was like their like uh Carl and Lenny. Yeah, right? from like mice and men, he was like the yeah. big dumb like oaf guy, easily manipulated. How long ago was this guy? This guy was been, watching it, so probably like twenty years ago. He's been part of the business for like a couple of years, yeah, like twenty years. Maybe this is like ten years ago. This whole Festus and all this stuff. But the uh, the second story, which is bonkers, right? There's this uh, there's these wrestlers that are like models. They're part of a model agency. They're called M M&M, and M, right? the male maxim model agency or some bullshit like that and there's two guys right this is a guy oh the like, the two like long-haired gorgeous beautiful men yeah were, yeah those guys one of them is like a, like fully tan like sparkly one of them is black and one of them is like uh saudi arabian from the from the kingdom of saudi arabia but their whole thing is uh his name is mansoor and uh, Mace, right? It's like very famous models' names, right? Mansoor. And so the whole thing is they're, they're playboys. They're pretty guys, right? So the creative minds of WWE wanted to evolve a whole storyline, like a love triangle between the two guys and this one girl. She's Mexican, right? And 
Oh no, that's uh, that's M N M. I meant to say M M M. M M M. Yeah. Or just type in oh. um. Yeah, there we go. And uh, yeah, these guys, these guys are like the pretty playboys of the WWE right now. Oh. So they wanted to have these two guys in a love angle, not with that girl, but with a different girl. And the whole like the weeks building up on TV, the the guy from Saudi Arabia was going to be teasing that. Oh, by the way, I have a secret. Right, the whole time, like building up to the love interest, and the, for the re- reveal of the secret was. Do you know what the secret was? And this I'm is. I'm gonna guess that one of them was gay. No, even worse. This is following the lawsuit. This is gonna be written out in court verbatim. That the guy Mansoor, the guy from Saudi Arabia, his secret all along that he was behind the 9/11 attacks. <laughs> literally, like literally, like I was, I was, I had to rewind the video. I was like, no fucking way. Oh man! And uh, in that the, was ooh. way worse than anything I could have imagined. And just to clarify, oh, he would have been five years old when the 9/11 attacks happened. So. Oh, I love the WWE. And um, yeah. So no, so that was that. and one the the last like racist instances. That's been uh, going to be talked about in court, right? And this is all from the same dude that, like, the head of writing that said, like, we're going with this. We're going with this. Many complaints have come out against this guy. He's like, we can't be doing that. That's super racist. He's like, no, I don't think so. Uh, his name is Kevin something. I forgot what his last name is, but it's Kevin. If you know a Kevin, be careful. <laughs> be careful. Those Kevin guys. Uh-huh. Kevin Samuels and now Kevin WWE writer. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> wrapping oh, it all up. Uh, yeah, let me let me wrap it up right here. The last uh, racist instance that they were being accused of, um, there's Kevin a, Eck. Kevin Eck. Yes. More like Kevin Ick. Am I right, fellas? Am I right? Ooh, fucking got him. Woo. No, the uh, the last thing was going to be that uh, there's this guy named Reggie. Right? He's a gymnastic. He's like uh, his whole gimmick or his whole wrestling persona is he? He's a sommelier. Literally, he's a wine sommelier that does flips and shit, right? And uh, in the WWE, in the seems WWE, like a stupid gimmick to have in the WWE. It's really he, nobody liked him, and uh, his his whole thing. They were gonna repackage him, like, oh, you're, you've gone stale. Nobody likes a sommelier that could do flips. <laughs> so we're gonna. I re- feel like that would have been day one. Like, why are we? Doing, <laughs> why are we doing? <laughs> Whose idea was this? <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure there must have been like a couple of weeks, like some fucking writer was like really into wine and was like, I know what'll get him. You know I what know. the WWE's missing? They watched the movie <laughs> Sam on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, they watched Sour Grapes and were like, All right, this is this is gonna be the future. This is the way you to know. go. What the if fans he... of WD have gotten older, so this is how we're gonna get him back. We're gonna oh, put yeah. somebody who has the same interest as that. <laughs> we'll get the kids with the flips and we'll get the adults with the drinks. You know what there they should have done? Hmm. They should have uh, had a personality be like a, a wine farmer or maker. Like I'm, I'm saying this as somebody who just met a winemaker mm-hmm. and who's like, I guess uh, appearance was a lot rougher than I expected. Like, <laughs> a winemaker, a lot rougher than I expected. I just met this guy from Italy who was a winemaker, mm-hmm. and like he was telling me in his aggressive Italian accent, and like one. It's a joy to listen to an aggressive accent of any kind. But this one was just, like, slightly, like, just so fun to listen to. And, like, the teeth were just so full of tar. Just, like, like I know this guy was, like, smoking, like, 
five packs of cigarettes a day. Like, easily. Yeah. It was just. You know, it'd be a sick finishing move. Hmm. He stomps on them when they're on the floor. Like, you're stomping Mickey Wine. (laughs) (laughs) The wine stopper? (laughs) His dirty feet? (laughs) Dirty mangled feet? He's allowed to use bottles. (laughs) The fucking great boots. That would have been a much better uh, thing for him than what WWE writers proposed. So his whole thing was that uh, they were going to have this dude that uh, his name was Steven Cutler, right? His whole thing before he got into controversy because one of his teammates, his tag partner, posted on Twitter of him doing a fake Hitler mustache <laughs> and Zeke Heiling, right? Yeah. And he was like, oh, what? It was a bit, guys. It was funny. Doing the Roman salute. Yeah, yeah, literally. And the WWE was like, nah, bro, you got to bye-bye. They released him right away and all this shit. So his tag partner was like, oh, dude, that was my homie. What the fuck do you guys have for me now? Uh, wait around in catering. We'll come up with something. So this is what they had come up with for this guy, right? He was going to be a big game hunter, right? He was a big game hunter. He was from uh, Safari. He ex- hunted exotic animals, the best animals in all the country, right? And the one thing he hasn't captured yet is man. So the whole time they're going to they were going to have this guy, a former marine guy, this white dude, hunt down the black sommelier, capture him with nets, put him in cages, and then <laughs> this is going to be a, this is going to be a weekly thing. So the whole the whole like the whole like angle of this the whole like relationship was that the the black sommelier was going to continuously escape from the cages. So every week he would have to get hunted again Some and like sort of Tom and Jerry bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. But like they didn't like visually they see They didn't see the optics of it. Exactly. <laughs> and the the black female writer that's suing the WWE brought that up. This is the last straw. She brought that up to the head writer, Kevin, right? And his response to that was like, "Well, I mean, would that be so bad?" Well, would it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're like, you know, yeah, you PC of bitch. Most, <laughs> who's one of the most popular Spider-Man villains? Craven the Hunter. What yeah. if we had our version of that? Like, yeah, but Craven the Hunter's a villain targeting Spider-Man only. It's like, yes, but <laughs> what if it was the Black Spider-Man only? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> what if it was only Miles Morales? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, like, all that negative PR has been just bad for WWE. Especially, you know what? I think they might lose those. Especially with... <laughs> yeah, I don't mean to, I don't oh, yeah. mean to say or uh, pretend <clears throat> to know what I'm talking about here, but uh, that mm-hmm. doesn't sound like a strong case for them. Nope. Just bad in the publicity. And, dude, one Puerto Rican, that's all it took to change the optics of WWE. Dude, I'm Benito for life, dude. WWE, ride or die. Benito, Bad Bunny... Despite everything that we just talked about, one one hour event has changed your opinion of this organization that clearly has lines of, of bleeding racism through it, mm-hmm. through and through. All it took was the, uh, the the Puerto Rican playboy himself, el el malo conejo, el Benito, and he he put him a, a hell of a show. Dude, like All right, I, I think we've talked about WWE. Yeah, we've now. talked. About I think. Like to death. When it when it comes to Bad Bunny and Peso Pluma, I'm I'm Bad Bunny all the way, dude. Fuck Peso Pluma, fuck one, that dude, bro. Bad Bunny all one the way. Week. <laughs> one week, one main event was all it took. Man, uh, I feel great. I feel so happy now. I feel like you're lying. and You're compensating for something, dude. Honestly, you guys never let me talk about WWE. 
I feel like I just had sex. I I want to go smoke <laughs> a cigarette. There's a reason why. <laughs> you just went off for like 30 minutes. Uh, can we take a break? I want to go smoke a cigarette right now. Completely derailed the podcast. You guys want me to give you some change for the taxi or something? <laughs> you want to call you an Uber? No. Anyways. That's comedy. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back, Luis. Uh, I what? think we're going to need a hard a hard transition. Just a hard like cut. <laughs> like, well, let, me, yeah. let, let me finish this on this note here. God damn no, we, no. That was the end. That was no, no, the no, end. No, no. That was the end. That was the end. There's no more end. Now we got to find a start into into something else. I just broke up. I got broken up. And uh, <laughs> I got broken up. I didn't even know we were dating. <laughs> and uh, he, Luis, you're going to laugh I, at I, this. I mean to talk about this, actually. Luis, wait, Lu- Luis, wait. you're gonna get crack out Should of this. Should we save your Mexico trip for next week or something? Like at this point, like I, yeah. I feel, yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. okay. I don't even. But, know. I wore my fucking Club Leon jersey, which just <laughs> made the final to the Concacaf. Th- this turned into like the Phil therapy hour, and let's just finish yeah, it that way. Like, All right, Jesus Phil, Christ. step up, boy. Step up, my man. I got a question about that relationship. Oh. My friend, didn't you like feel like a red flags just popping up the moment like you hadn't met her yet? And she was like, already using a word like boyfriend. Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't feel like, well, this doesn't feel right. That didn't like occur. No, the thing that was weird. Well, I was never. I've never been good with the ladies, right? Yeah. This isn't the first time when like I found That's out. Surprising that, to hear. Oh, really? what gave it away? I'm no. sorry, dude. That was a that was a sly dig, and I take it back. That was really uncalled for and out of left field. And I apologize for my comment. I would like to retract it. Yeah, you better. Oh, otherwise, I'll get Bad Bunny to fuck you up, dude. Benito will come beat the shit out of you, dude. All right, stop talking about the WWE. Okay, okay, okay. No, like, uh, in my past relationships, I've never really realized that, like, this isn't the first time, like, oh, we're dating? When have we been dating? Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I dig that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and then, like, uh, that happened, and we, uh, I've been trying to meet with this, this lady for a while. She's like two hours away, right? And uh, Juan has just got him back. You know, a lot of good things happen when you leave, by the way. <laughs> you know? Tucker Carlson gets fired. The fucking Republican Party is dying from within. I get a girlfriend. And then you come back. And then she breaks up with me. <laughs> and, and so here's the By funny- the way, mm. I feel like all of those things were very, like, not real. Well, like, what do you Tucker, mean Tucker Carlson left Fox Network. And it's like, yes, a win for the good guys. It's like he was actually paid out seven hundred eighty-seven million dollars. <laughs> no way, he was almost yeah, paid a bill. A it billion. was a huge settlement. No huge way, settlement. damn. Republican Party is dying only because Donald Trump is coming to the helm. Phil has a girlfriend only because she said, "Hey, you're now my boyfriend" through text message. Yeah. <laughs> All scenarios which are very very like They're correct on the real. surface. Oh, all yeah, th- all very th- surface level analysis. All things are looking up for for your old pal Phil. And then uh Juan got back. He came over. We caught up for a little bit. I was telling him uh cuz you know, he tries to set me up like a good like a good guy with a family friend of his, right? And uh, I told him, like, oh, really? You better tell this family friend of yours that uh, the market's closed right now. Yeah. That uh, I'm I'm taken. She had her shot, but it's gone now, dude. Can, can we tell Luis who it is and then just edit it out? Please oh, tell we'll, me. We'll, who we'll, it is. we'll save it. We'll save it. We got to tell him no, no, now. No. You got to edit it. Edit. Okay, no, no, not even edit. Do you have your phone on you? Could you maybe just like post us, uh, text it to me? Yeah, text okay. it. Fair. 
Keep it, uh, yeah. keep telling the story though. So yeah, I was telling Juan like you better tell her that the market's closed, doggy. She had her shop. Poof, Benvenido way. Yeah. I'm fucking. I'm a new yeah. man way, dude. I was full of myself, right? And then not even 24 hours later, like she blocks me. I'm like, oh what? <laughs> Our conversations are no more. I call up Juan like, dude, is she? Is she, do, do you think she? Do, do you think we could work out actually? <laughs> No. <laughs> Do you think she's still interested? Yeah, yeah. Like literally twenty four hours, like after like me bragging, like he's like, dude, you better let her know, man. She missed a shot, bro. I'm a taken dude, dude. dude. <laughs> she could have been Mrs. Crow, but she played her cards wrong, dude. <laughs> and then literally uh, twenty four hours later, I'm like, oh. Oh, actually, do you think she'd? Uh, you think she's still free? <laughs> <laughs> this Saturday, when you mentioned. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, that's been um. Uh... You know, it's gonna be the title of this episode: mm. the rise and downfall of the WWE and Phil. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Hey, it's dude. just like the WWE. God. All we need is a little bit of that that Latin passion, and we're gonna. You get just need of- you just need a good writer to get you back on track. Oh yeah. Fair. And Luis, thank you so much for bringing that up. I wanted to address this with you guys in person and with the audience at home. We here at Brotexas are going to take a little pause in support of the workers strike strikers, the the writer strikers of America. Strikers. I yeah. think that's what it is. The like WS the WSA. Yeah, yeah, the Mario strikers. Yeah. That Just cool. like that. The Nintendo strikers. No, but we we here at Brotasis are in solidarity with the with the writer strike with, in California. The Mario strikers. Oh yeah, Mario and don't strikers worry, folks. League. We will not One take of a the pause. Worst first party games. What Mario striker? That Nintendo that Nintendo put out last year. It was terrible. What is it, Mario Loteria or what, what is it? Yeah, dude, we're uh, we really feel for the strikers in LA. All right, getting paid enough. Oh yeah. We're going to have ChatGPT write the podcast episodes from now on. That's why Leo's not here. Leo's in California striking with the writers. He's like, bro, Tasis doesn't give me health insurance. Fuck these guys. <laughs> I'm over here like, bro, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Can't be telling our business no, like that. This dude. was an unpaid internship and he knew of it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to pay him an experience. That's what the whole thing was about. Dude, exposure, brother. <laughs> exposure. And, um, you know, I'm glad that you guys let me expose myself this week on this another exciting episode of Vida Irina. And expose yourself, you did. It was beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah. And speaking of exposing myself, is uh, do you think she'd be available, actually? Do you think she's, she's come around yet? I think you missed your shot, bud. I think yeah, so, I think, too. I think you missed your shot. I think so, yeah, too. I think you missed your shot. Snorlax probably has a fucking better chance of this than <laughs> you do at this point. Dude, Snorlax is a ladies' man, dude. Dude, he's kind of cute, bro. That haircut. Dude, especially with... Look at him. Right behind you? Especially <laughs> with the cow tie. Oh, bro. He looks sexy. It's him with me with my cow tie. And these folks right here. Thank you so much for another exciting episode of Vida y Vino. Tune in next week as we give you more updates on the writer strike, Leo, Luis's love for maybe lions. Maybe we'll actually get to my trip next week. Oh, yeah, Juan's... Maybe. Uh, maybe. 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 But that's you know that's maybe maybe that's for the Patreon. Maybe maybe a little bit of bonus episode. Maybe maybe tune in and find out. Any maybe. any last words, guys, before we embark on our journey? Eat ass, smoke grass, die fast. Hey, I like that. That was beautiful. 
You should write for WWE, dude. <laughs> you should be a WWE writer, dude. That probably would be better than whatever the bullshit they're putting in. <laughs> Have a great rest of your week. Mm-hmm. We'll see you all. Beautiful. Next, next week. week.